atmosphere from everything and nothing. And this is like probably my last movie I'm going to talk about that has to do with, uh, I guess, Halloween or that is, I guess, horror oriented. And this movie, uh, I like it, and I'm going to say why I like it. But I like it for the simple fact that it was like the start of the whole 2000s movie thing. You know, where all these movies started coming out in in the 2000s, you know, that were all horror movies. And this was like the first movie that sort of started all that. And this movie is Urban Legends 2. Now, Urban Legend is the first one. Urban Legends is the first one. And that was the one that was most known, I think. So I didn't want to talk about that one because I felt like it wasn't uh, underrated enough for me. And when people, if you watch these movies back in the 90s, if you say that movie or mention it to someone, it's more likely that they don't know about it. Uh, But I think the second one is more under the radar. And I think it's actually... I wouldn't say it's better, but it's pretty good, I I would say, because it doesn't spend too much time on different urban legends, as the first one did, or trying to explain them. I think the second one, well, let me tell you about it. The second one is about a college campus and these students there, and the main student, I think her name was Amy, played by uh, Jenna Morrison. She and her other friends on her college campus, their uh, duty is to, or their assignment, I won't say duty, their assignment is that they have to make a film thesis for their their class, right? And so what she's deciding to do is to do a film thesis on Urban Legends. And so that's how Urban Legends come into play. But mostly the Urban Legends that she speaks about or the ones that are in the movie are more concerned with uh, her film thesis the main story that's going on in real life is something else is like going on concerning the whole uh, I feel like I'm doing an awful job of explaining this but uh, (laughs) the overall story is that something else is going on and I think the competition between the students as to who can have the best film, thesis film, I think somebody's taking that a step too far and then murders begin to happen again. You know, and so that's how it jumps off. That's the gist of it, anyway. And so, um, when that happens, she can't trust anybody and then her professor is involved and somehow the whole story and then uh i like the way that the film takes place at a university uh at the time i didn't realize this but it sort of felt like scream 2 in a way with her but only it was scarier i tell you why because most of the scenes at the university were at nighttime and so and then she would have to leave the class and go travel back to her room all by herself at night and the way the university and the buildings overlooked the way they were shot it made it look like she was absolutely alone and that there was no one else in the town and so it created this whole eerie feeling like someone was watching her and someone was following her and then it turns out you know of course someone was and she gets attacked a few times 
uh, by the killer. Loretta Devine, who was in the first one, she's back in this one, so I thought that was pretty good. And she's always funny in these movies. Uh, and she's funny in this one, too. And so, uh, what else? I think, like, secrets come out, and people who you think you can trust, you can't end up trusting. And I just like the whole story and the whole backdrop of it being the university and the school. I think that's pretty cool. And you felt like it was, the setting was very real. It didn't feel like it was very closed in. Like, you can tell they shot on location. Uh, And it was critically panned, of course. People didn't like it and made fun of it and said it was awful. And that it was trying to cash on on the current trend of these teen horror films. And it was the first of its kind because it came out in 2000. So it was the start of the new set of horror films that, you know, came out. It wasn't considered 90s, although probably filmed in 99. But it came out in 2000. And so it was considered part of the fresh crop of horror films of that era. And one of the last of... It's kind to be made because, you know, after that, it veered away from the slasher type of genre into the more supernatural type of genre or type of horror that uh, we got with other films in the 2000s, like The Ring and The Grudge and, you know, all those kind of movies. It veered off to being more supernatural-oriented horror movies that came out. And I think this movie was, like, the last of its kind to be a slasher movie, you know, because we had One Miss Call, and um, there was one more movie. Valentine was probably on the same cusp as this movie of being the last few slashers we had in the 2000s. And then we went to uh, all the horror movies that were very supernatural-oriented or ghost story-oriented. So, yeah, I think that's... uh, pretty interesting fact that it was, you know, one of the last we had before they tried to revamp it, revamp the whole genre in general, you know, and so, but yeah, this movie had Anthony Anderson in it as well, and Ava Mendez, and uh, a few other people, Joy Lawrence was in it, so yeah, it had like a well-known cast, you know, Uh, I thought, well, I think every movie, obviously, I speak about, I feel like every movie is good, or that the audience enjoyed it for what it was, you know, no one tried to make it out to be this best film of horror ever, you know, it was good for what it was, especially when I was younger and saw it, and I thought it held my attention, and I enjoyed it, and every time I see it, I forget who the killer is at the end, so that's something good, I never, I always remember certain parts of it, but I can never remember at the end, who is the one doing everything and why? Because it sort of has a couple twist endings at the end. You think it's somebody close to the end, and then it turned out to be somebody else. And I always forget when I watch it, and I like that because I never remember who it is because they sort of throw you a loop, you know, in the midst of it and sort of confuse you and throw you off. And I like when movies do that. So that's why when I watch this movie, I'm always like, okay. okay who is the killer again? Who is... I never remember. I never remember. And if I forget who the killer is at the end of a movie like this, then 
that is incentive for me to keep watching it. <laughs> so, because I like the surprise. And I'm always surprised when I watch this movie. Because I always feel like, okay, I know what's going on and I don't. So, yeah. I think people should watch Urban Legends 2 Final Cut. And I like the whole aspect of her being a film student and her trying to get, you know, her thesis done and then the murder start happening. I like the whole aspect. It, it was like they weren't there just doing anything or nothing. They were like had a purpose with this story that they were telling and it was, you know, involved in the overall arcing story, her being a student and the whole university, all that comes into play with the story in the movie, and I like that. There's also one scene early in the movie, because Amy Mayfield is the character that Jenna Morrison plays, right? And there's this classmate of hers who ends up in a situation and it's the only part of the film that I feel like really takes on an urban legend and really shows an urban legend happening to someone I think the rest of the film is mainly about the other story going on with the students and stuff I think this is the only scene in the film it's close at the beginning of the movie it's the only film, I mean, only scene in the movie, I think, that sort of takes on an urban legend actually happening. And it's the scene where the girl, I don't want to give it away, but she wakes up in the bathtub with ice in the bathtub and her kidneys missing. And then she tries to escape because she doesn't, she doesn't know where she is because she was picked up by somebody at a bar and she was drunk and end up being passed out in the car and then woke up like this and then tries to escape. That's the only scene that I can remember that actually depicts an urban legend specifically. The rest of the movie is um, more about the students and that story involving them and uh, Amy trying to make her thesis about the murders from the first movie because she was inspired by Loretta Devine's character to do so and so most of the movie is about that more so than showing urban legends happening to people but that one scene is the main I think the only scene that really shows an urban legend happening to someone so yeah watch urban legend to final cuts if you want thank you so much for listening to me ramble and try to describe this movie after having seen it so many times it's still hard to talk about it's hard to talk about a movie when you uh, even a movie you've seen so many times it's hard to talk about it sometimes or hard to describe it without giving it away so I have a trouble with that at times but yeah Urban Legend 2 Final Cuts it's an underrated version I mean underrated entry in this series because there is a third one as well but see that's even more underrated even for me you know why? Because i never seen that one. It's called Urban Legend something else, but I've never seen that one. So yeah, maybe if you find this movie and watch it, then maybe you'll be inclined to watch the third one. And maybe you can let me know how it is or something. Or maybe I'll just find out on my own and watch it and try to see if I like it. I mean, I doubt it. I mean, who knows? I like this one and people hated it, so hell. 
Maybe I'll like the next one. But yeah, there you go. Okay, talk to you guys later.